Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. Welcome to the Blogging Your Passion podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Milligan and Bob Loddick. Are you really connecting with those on your email list? Well, in this episode, I'll be talking about three ways you can improve the engagement factor on your email list. But first, this podcast is brought to you by the Kindle Your Passion online video course. It's an online video course you can take to publish your first Kindle book in just 30 days. In the members area, you get over 23 video tutorials, worksheets, PDF checklist, and more. There's even a private Facebook community where you can ask questions and engage with other Kindle authors. You can actually preview the course and all of its content by going to bloggingyourpassion.com forward slash Kindle. All right, well, let's get right into this episode. A few months ago, I was listening to a podcast produced by Pat Flynn, and he was interviewing Fraser Kane. I've known Fraser for a couple years now and have been following him. I love his information. You can actually follow him. His passion has to do with astronomy, space, and you can find him at Universe Today. But Fraser was on Pat Flynn's podcast and they were talking and Fraser made a profound statement. It's one of those statements that I paused the podcast and quickly wrote down what he said because I believe It is a fundamental truth for all of us who are trying to grow blogs. He said, and they were talking about all the different mini changes with Google and SEO. And and he said, this is what he said, quote, there's only two things you can count on. You can take your mailing list and your reputation to the grave. Now, I thought that is profound, especially for us online entrepreneurs, infopreneurs, Uh, bloggers. I mean, that is huge. You can only take your mailing list and your reputation to the grave. You know what that tells me? Protect your reputation at all costs. Every single program, product, or service you provide, make it as much excellence as you can. And as Michael Hyatt says, bake in the wow factor. And then recognize the importance of gaining email addresses. And building an email list. Because if the Google algorithm suddenly changed and all of your search traffic dropped off, if you have a tribe that enjoys your work and loves what you do, you can still reach out to them because you got your mailing list. Well, there's many webmasters and bloggers out there today. They're frustrated because it appears that some low-quality sites are outranking the better sites on many common searches. And maybe you've experienced this frustration too. 
Well, the point that Frazier was trying to make and focus in on is that there's two key areas that you want to focus on. Building a mailing list, that is, more specifically, collecting email addresses from people who share a common passion, and it's actually one of the smartest things you can do. And building a positive reputation. Be known as someone who provides tremendous value. Be known as someone who can be trusted. Because whether you like it or not, your reputation follows you. And if you have a mailing list, and honestly, it doesn't really even matter if it's big or small. Right now, I'm really working. My wife has a blog she's had for a little over a year, and I'm really working hard on her site to be collecting email addresses right now. And her list is still small, but it's growing every day. She's getting opt-ins, and it's growing. I would give her this same advice as some of you out there who might have ten or 20,000 on your email list. I want to give you three simple ways that you can improve your reader's engagement. In fact, some of these are so simple, you could go do it right now. If you're by a computer, you can go do this with your email list, log into MailChimp or AWeber, try this out, and improve the engagement with your mailing list, with your subscribers. And before I jump into this, let me just make this point. We should never, ever forget that there's real people on the other side of what we're doing. It's so easy to log into MailChimp, craft up this great email, and send it out there to the universe and wait for feedback. But we have to always remember there's real people who have real fears, dreams, hopes. And if we keep that in mind, it'll help us to stay human in this engagement. The communication that you have should be as if you're sending a personal email. Okay, so what are those three ways? Number one, ask them to reply to the email. Again, this goes back to simple email etiquette 101. Now, this may sound really simple, but it can give your emails a personal touch. Mailing list services and autoresponders have simplified the process for us bloggers, but there is always the danger of coming across impersonal. Every once in a while, this is what I would recommend you do. Send out an email that demands a response. I did this a few months ago, and it worked really well. I did it actually with uh, my, my first Kindle book, which is related to careers and finding the right career for yourself. And basically, I said, anyone who is willing to, to offer a review or give me feedback, just reply to this email, and I'll give you a free copy of my new book. Well, I had a huge response, and many of the people who responded, I've never personally engaged before. I've never done any kind of career coaching with them or exchanged emails with them before. I don't even believe they bought any products. They're just on the email list. And so I was able to have a back-and-forth conversation that began to happen as a result. So that's a simple step. Ask them to reply to the email. So what could you do this week to get them to just reply to the email and improve that engagement, that you're a real person and that you believe they're a real person. Here's number two. Strive to improve your open rate. Another great way to improve your engagement is by getting better open rates for your emails. Now, the open rate, for those that might not know what it is, 
is the percentage of people who actually open up the emails and read them. Many mailing list subscription services will tell you the open rate of every single email campaign you run. While it comes to, let me say this, when you want to improve your open rate, you should often begin by starting with better subject lines. That is the first place to start. Now, I could spend a whole lot on this topic, and it probably should have its own podcast. My simple recommendation would be for you to go create a dummy Gmail account, go subscribe to a few blogs. Maybe it's people that you really enjoy, that um, you believe are good marketers, or you believe have a good following, and then monitor, come back in and log back in a couple weeks later, and look for the subject lines that grab your attention. And then begin putting all that into a Google Docs file. Now, what I'm not saying is you just swipe every single word, word for word. But look at the words, look at the phrasing, look at the the question. Are they asking a question? Do they add dot, dot, dot at the end to get people to open an email? Which ones for you are the most attractive? One more area to improve your open rate is actually in the very first sentence in the body of your email. And the reason the first sentence is so important is because many email providers will show a preview of what's contained in the email. So by making your first sentence more compelling, you can help to improve your open rate as well. And just as kind of a side caveat, this is like the meta description, if you're familiar with that. You've got uh, the meta description, the summary that shows up on your post if you were to do a Google search. Make that a teaser as well. I always try to make that a teaser, a marketing copy. All right, number three. Number three, segment your list for maximum impact. Now, for those of you who have a small list or a medium list or you've not really done a whole lot, you might not really understand what this segmenting means and what am I even talking about. Well, let me try to explain it to you. While segmenting may sound a bit technical, it's pretty simple to do. You can divide your list by several different categories. Date, geography, hobbies, certain actions. Let me give you some examples. You can send out the same email to all those who did not open your first email. So if you went and sent an email today about a product that you're going to launch You can go back in two days later or go back in the next day and actually send that exact email or tweak even the headline. You can resend that just to the ones who did not open your email. They missed it. They didn't see it. Whatever. That way, you're not bombarding people who already has opened it. This I've done this technique several times, and I always get more opens. So there's no reason to not do it if the people that you're sending to, if I'm just sending it to people who did not open the first email and a good percentage end up opening the second one, there's a good reason to go and do that. Here's another example of segmenting. If you're going to, or let's say I was going to hold a conference in Florida, I can actually send an email to just those who are are within driving distance of my event, barring that that data is available um, or collected. Another example is 
Um, one that we do is one for customers. So you can set it up to where your customers uh, are tagged and you've got a list of people who have purchased products um, that you've created and you can communicate just with them. Or you can also do this with interest. Let me explain. You could send an email. Like, let's take my, my career coaching list. Okay, so as many of you know, for a while, uh, my blog was focused on helping accounting and finance professionals. And recently, over the last couple months, um, I have kind of readjusted my focus to, to broaden my niche because I've kind of outgrown my niche over the years. Well, I still have a good bit of uh, accounting and finance folks on my email list. So I could, uh, one idea, one simple way to do it, and there's many different ways, I'm just going to keep it simple. I could send out one email about a CPA review course. And let's say I get 500 people to open that email. Well, if they open that email and the subject line is targeted to CPAs, then I can create a separate list of those people. And so when I want to send accounting information or an accounting-focused opportunity, I can do so. Because I know, and I can do this in such a way that I don't aggravate everybody else who's non-accounting. So here is why segmenting can bring joy to your world is because it can help you overcome your fear of mass unsubscribes. I mean, let's get to the heart of it, because I've been there, and I still wrestle with it. One of the reasons we often don't want to reach out or create emails or communicate more regularly with our email list is because we're afraid that one of them, we're going we're gonna to send out this email, and you know, 50% of our list is going to unsubscribe. And then we've just un done everything that we've worked so hard for. Well, segmenting can help you to overcome this fear because you can begin to categorize people in interest or promote a little bit more to your customers because they've already proven that they trust you, like you, know you, and respect you. So you can do a little bit more promotion with them without mass unsubscribes. So hopefully that is going to to help maybe a couple light bulbs went off today and it really began to to show you some more things that you can begin to do with your email list. Now, if you have not started an email list, we recommend you get started with MailChimp. It's free for the first 2,000 subscribers. You can start collecting email addresses of those who share your same passion. Build a reputation as someone who can be trusted. And like we talked about today, you will be tapping into the two specific areas that you can always depend on, your reputation and your mailing list. So action step. I've said a lot. How can you go and apply this? Well, right now, think about an email you can send to get them to reply to something. Maybe say, hey, when it comes to, insert your niche, what's the biggest thing you struggle with? Reply, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I mean, it could be something as simple as that and see if you get some response. So you can ask a reply. You can try the segmenting technique. You can try resending a second email to all the unopens. Give it a try. All right. Well, before we go, I want to give a big thank you to Matthew Allen. 
you left us some nice feedback in the Blogging Your Passion community group over on Google+. Plus. And I really appreciate what he had to say. He said he's been listening. He actually went through and listened to every single episode in the last three weeks and has just been amazed at the free content that we're putting out there and want to encourage everyone else to go and listen. Well, we appreciate that, Matthew. Thank you so much. Well, that's it for this episode of Blogging Your Passion. We're ever so grateful for those of you who tune in each and every week. Feel free to send us an email. Feel free to rate us on on iTunes. We'd love to hear your feedback. It also helps to make it more visible for other people to come join in the fun with our podcast. So until next time, go blog your passion and make a difference in someone's world.